Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Yeah, so obviously, you know, like we were just chatting before, you, you got a winner today, but, you know, you got a, a treble at um, Hillsville the other day, which, you know, you know, I speak to people who get, you know, three, four, five winners, etc., and they go, you know, it's just really nice for all the hard work you put in. Is that is that how you felt? You must have been very proud of them all. I was very proud of them all, but um, on the other hand, it was very unexpected. After the first winner, I thought, well, that's good. He's broke his maiden, and then the next winner, and I thought, gee, this, this is going to be a really good day. <laughs> was that's a day to remember exactly it's have you you had any winning triples before yes i have yeah nice nice at lithgow i think good old lithgow way back that was my first treble i had uh, four starters for three winners in a second oh beautiful and i think i did i I did the same at canberra all these tracks are now redundant but i did it at canberra as well yeah nice nice was that your first time at heelsville getting a treble Yes, it was. Yeah, nice. And how do you find, um, you know, like I talk to a lot of people, um, you know, obviously around here we've got the, the Richmond track now, but you obviously, you know, you race there quite often. You obviously like the straight track. Yeah, it's good. It, it, it's, it's pretty fair racing and it's only up the hill and it's yep. better than a trial. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. I, I might as well just stick them in there and yep. they get a, a hit out and it, it's good for them. Yep. It's something to Yep, no, that's right. And, um, you know, smart as Jack, he's just been, um, he's been going, you know, fantastic. What is he? Up to 21 wins now from, from 54 starts. He's just... Um, he's been a great dog. He's been a really good dog for the, the owners, uh, Michael and Darren. They're the Rhino Syndicate. Yep. He's been an awesome dog for them. And, um, yeah, um, Michael bred them, Michael Ryan bred them and... He's done an awesome job with that too. He's bred both litters, uh, Smart Rose, who won today, and uh, Smart as Jack. They're both out of um, Rose Magic. So, yep. yeah, he's, he should be very proud of what he's bred. Yeah, nice. And um, you've got, um, yeah, obviously Smart Rose is, is by Zipping Garth, who's throwing some some nice dogs as well. And, yeah, she's just been one of those um, one of those producers that just seems to, to throw to anything, really. Yeah, yeah. she's She's been a great little dog, um, Rose Magic, so... Yeah, he should be very proud of her. I think he raced her as well before he bred with her. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's always um, it's always a bit special. Um, you know, I haven't experienced it myself yet, but people say you know when you breed them and you know rear them and all the rest of it, and then they win. Yeah, it's 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 really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I just got off the phone from him. He's very excited about his seven ninety nine for a second night, which is very very fast. Yeah, right. Oh, good, excellent. And, She's going very well. And, um, you know, like Smart as Jack, did, did he always sort of show um, show a bit of promise from the start? He did. He was all uh, – I, I remember I was given him to do some pre-training with and yep. um, I rung Michael up and I said, look, your pre-training's done. I said, you've got a superstar. I said, you're really going to enjoy a lot of <laughs> – Enjoy this dog. He's a great little dog. And he goes, "Oh, would you train him?" And I'm going, "Are you serious?" <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've trained him ever since, and uh, he's been an awesome dog. Like um, he was in the Arrow, 
He made the Pink Diamond final. Um, what else has he done? He won the Easter Cup at Bendigo. He's been an yep. awesome dog. Yeah, nice. That must have been, um, you know, that must have been quite humbling for yourself when he asked you to um, to train him. I know. I, I just couldn't believe it. I thought, are you serious? This dog's a fast dog. You know, you should be training yourself. <laughs> like, he's more than capable. Yep. Oh, you need and to give yourself a wrap. You're a great trainer. I know. <laughs> Is like the hard work, apparently. <laughs> so, do you um, do you uh, do anything else other than pre-training and training? I actually don't pre-train. I did that as a favour because oh, a couple right. of people had let down. A couple of people had let him down. I said, "Listen, I'll pre-train this one for you, and yep, it'll be okay." Yep. And um, yeah, I only just train my own dogs and just the odd one or two people. So. Yep. He's very lucky to be in the kennel. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And just you know, if anyone that um, that doesn't know, what sort of um, what sort of involved with uh, pre training? I think pre training's worth some racing. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did come to me in good good nick. You know, he could walk on the lead. He had been broken in. He could yep. walk on the lead. He'd had a little bit of work, but apparently Michael said to me, he thinks I'm his best friend, and he won't leave me. You know, he went to sleep <laughs> and stand there and look at him. And I said, oh, okay, look, bring him up here. And I was supposed to have him for a month, I think. And after three weeks, he was already breaking 22 at Shepherd. And I said, you've got to take him home. He's ready to win. Yep. And, um, and, and when he did, I think I, I put him in two weeks later and he won his maiden. Yeah, and nice. I couldn't get him over the sprint. And I said, look, don't worry about it. He can still win over the 450. And he won his first race over the 450 at Shepparton. Yep. In very fast time. I think it might have even been the best of the day. Yeah, so, nice. yeah, they were very happy, and it was right on Christmas time, so everyone was happy. <laughs> yep, yep. Is it just sort of, a you know, um, like if you're pre-training, is it just a matter of taking them, you know, to different tracks and seeing sort of what suits them and maybe some areas where they need a little bit of improvement? Well, with me doing pre-training, I have them on my runs out here. I get them fit. I, yep. I take them to maybe three or four tracks and just give them times, like um, Bendigo, Shepparton, Hillsville. Yep. Sometimes I just go down to the meadows, but that's all I do. Yep, yep. But, um, there's a lot of work involved in pre-training, and I think it's easier just to train. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I really <have> do. <laughs> Going around with these dogs and they're... They get sick in the car or they're not used to things. And, yep. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's. It, I was only saying to someone the other day, like, you know, when I was younger, there was sort of rearing, breaking and then racing. Now there's, yep. you know, pre-breaking, post-breaking, pre-training, you know. It's, it's just so, Um, it's changed so much over the years. Well, down here, I think pre-training's a big thing. You know, everyone wants to do pre-training. And one of the major things is because we don't pay for our trials. Oh, do you? Oh. We get free trials. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, except the private trial tracks, of course, but yep. every racetrack in Victoria is free to trial on. Oh, my God, I had no idea of that. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it is amazing. We don't know how lucky we are, honestly. Wow, that's incredible. I know. You know, if you go to Richmond, oh, I don't know, when I used to get a finish on up there at Richmond, it used to cost me about $22 yep. or something. yep. Yeah, I, I still think private trolls are around 20, or, well, you know, I haven't trolled for a while, but, yeah. Yeah, right. That's, That's unreal. Yeah, we fish on trolls and pen trolls, no matter what you want. Yep, yep. Is Free. that why you moved to Victoria? <laughs> Free trolls. good. <laughs> I, I was meaning to ask you that, though. You know, obviously, you know, you, you had um, great success up here in New South Wales. What was sort of your, your move behind um, going down to Victoria? 
Well, actually, um, Peter, who passed away what, two years ago, he wanted to challenge himself down here with racing and he had horses. So he, he just wanted to race at Flemington. And, yeah, I got dragged down here too. And every day I look out the door and I go, I wish I was back home. <laughs> and then I have to remind myself, you don't pay for trials. You don't yep. pay for naming. And I'm going, yep. I'm in a better place. Yeah. <laughs> You don't pay for naming either. TV. No, we don't pay for that either. Oh, my God. Why am I just learning all this now? There's, after this podcast, there's going to be a mass exodus of people to Victoria, I think. No, I know. You just, you know, I hear the wind down here and I'm going, don't know how well you are. You know, we grizzled about the prize money not going up because, oh, we're the worst state for prize money. I thought, hang on. We don't pay for names. We don't pay for trials. <laughs> really? Yeah, exactly. How how did you find sort of initially when you, you know, for anyone who is possibly thinking of whether it's Victoria or another state, what is, um, you know, was it was it an easy transition? It was. Um, they're pretty good down here. They're, they're awesome. Their welfare and everything is awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, we, we bought a property that was already um, set up for dogs. It already had a, a permit, so yep. that wasn't an issue. And, um, yeah, GRVs come out and proved everything, and the transition was very, very easy. Yep. yep. And they're very helpful. I, <laughs> I know from coming from New South Wales, they can't be the most helpful people in the world most times unless it's changed, but down here they were more than helpful. Yeah. And they still are now, you yeah, know, nice. even when you're you know, you, you go to race and they're nice people. Yep. It's not a, it's not a you and me. It's all, yeah. They're us. <laughs> yep, yep. Do you find, um, you know, oh, it's sort of a bit hard to word the question, but do you find, um, you know, it is it a bit harder to win a race down there than sort of what it is up here or is it roughly about the same? I reckon it could be, you know, the, the class down here is a little bit harder. Yep. Um, we have, like at the moment, I used to have stayers. At the moment, I've got sprinters, but Victoria is a place for sprinters and stayers because yep. they cater, you know, so many sprinters. Um, but yeah, it is it is harder. You've got bigger kennels down here. You've got stronger yep. kennels. Yeah, yeah. You, you can place yourself too. You know, we've got a. It's a complicated grading system, but if you understand it, you can use it. So good. <laughs> Yep, yep, yeah, nice. And sort of, um, yeah. So take me back to the start. How um, how long have you been training, and and how did you first get involved in greyhounds? I don't even want to answer that question. <laughs> I must have had dogs for over fifty years. My father is to blame. Likewise, <laughs> 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 when I was still in primary school, and we used to walk these little pups for miles until their feet hurt. But yeah, he was the one. <laughs> oh nice and was it always yeah. sort of um you know did you think oh yeah I'd love to be a trainer myself one day I think it was just like it was uh, something I had to do had to like, do like, had no choice yep. yeah yeah I had no choice it was like well this is what you had to do this is all you can do <laughs> yep yep exactly uh, yeah continued it and um you know obviously you know what was it like getting that that first winner you know every Everyone, you know, all these youngsters that I talk to, they're like, oh, you know, I can't wait to be 18 and get my licence and get my first winner. And I think, God, like I haven't trained a winner yet, but I could only imagine how I will be when I do. But what what was that feeling like when you trained your first winner? I think um, I think I cried and every dog I breed after that, I nearly cry when they win their first race. Oh, that's sweet. All is this little tiny face in the box and I thought yep. you've grown up and you've won a race. Yep, yep. No, I hear a lot of people tell me that. They're like, I just feel like, you know, a proud, proud mum or yep. aunt or grandmother. Yep. 
Sometimes I just go, I'm disgusted, just get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing wrong and with we it. We drive to McDonald's and we all have an ice cream and everything's forgotten. Yeah, exactly right. Ice cream <laughs> solves every problem. How many, exactly. um, so is, uh, is breeding something that you still do as well? Do you still whelp? I still breed, but not as much as I used to. Yep. Okay. Um, I still got I still got one of my lines going, which was the um, um, on parole inmate. Inmate, well, inmates just had a litter to Barsha Bale there, nice. nine months old. Yep. Yeah, I've only got one litter, and I'm only doing one litter a year. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. No. Um. It. Uh. Yeah. From the people I've spoken to, that well, they say yes, it is a lot of work, uh, especially. Yeah, you know, they say they're always born, you know, during the middle of the night. They're never born at a convenient time during the day, so. <laughs> Mine are usually born in the lounge room. <laughs> I bring the box into the lounge room. That's easier. I can yep. watch TV and lay on the couch and watch them. <laughs> yeah, nice. And what just sort of, um, you know, just for, for anybody out there that, you know, is, is not a trainer or looking at getting into training, you know, what's a, what's a typical day involved for you in terms of training? Do you have walking machines? Do you have runs? Like how do you sort of um, keep them fit in between races? Well, we have walking machines. We have competitive runs. Also, there's this, there is a straight track. Um, yeah, we've got our own straight track here. Oh, Nice. Then Shepparton, to me, is only, what, 40 minutes up the road. I'm in between Shepparton and Bendigo. Okay, yep. So, um, yeah, but mainly in between. They just hop on the walking machine or go out in the runs, and if they've been lazy out there, they're getting on the walking machine as well. <laughs> <laughs> or to pet. If yep. I, I put them out there and they look at me, just get back on the machine. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. And, um, you know... They sort of tell them what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. And diet as well um i wanted to ask you about so you know um and it's fine if you don't want to say everything that you feed them but sort of <laughs> what, think, what about my diet that's just <laughs> well my diet consists of, that pulls her hair out <laughs> my diet consists of dark chocolate and coke zero at the moment so hopefully your dogs um eat better than me but you know my dogs eat better than me <laughs> <laughs> i think dogs eat better than everyone uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the stove at the moment, there is a pot of rice. There is some vegetables on the stove. Um, there was some chicken broth on there this morning, but that's gone. I don't know where that went. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just I mix it up. Um, they don't get the same food every day. Um, yep. I'll feed them bread. I'll feed them rice. Yep. Uh, they get their meat um, Yeah, a couple of days before they get roux. And every now and then I'll cook a chicken and use the broth and a bit of white meat on top. They love it. Yep. A bit of yogurt. <laughs> Okay, so what's your address and I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving I'm, in. I run the best B&B <laughs> around down here. Yep, yep. It's interesting, like, how you um, vary it up because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, some trainers I talk to say, look, I, I just stick to the same diet every day, maybe one day a week I might change it, whereas some people say, yep. no, I like to try and change it up all the time. Do you find that variety works for them? It, well, it works for me. Um, they they they'd eat anything. They eat their beds. <laughs> <laughs> we know, yes. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. Look, I wouldn't like to sit down to the same stuff. And I know you can't compare yourself to your dogs, you know, because they're they're a meat eater apparently. Yeah. But um, yeah. I just <laughs> anything just to change it up. I look at it and go, oh yeah. Well, let's have some oat yogurt tonight. They think it's ice cream. I tell them it's ice cream. They eat yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, yeah, here's a bit of ice cream on top. <laughs> nice. And, you know, just for, like, um, you know, obviously you've got plenty of experience in the in the training 
um, ranks, you know, for anyone out there who may be looking to get in training or someone who's a trainer at the moment, what are some of the um, sort of key things that you've learned um, over the years that have sort of worked well for you in terms of, you know, prepping the dogs um, for racing and winning, obviously? All depends where they are. Um, I don't know if you know, but I won the 2020 Waterloo Cup. Yes. That's hard work. That is very hard work to keep a dog up to that standard. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, that's a dog that will run six times in two days. Yeah, right. And, yeah, to keep something like that on its toes and, and ready to go is yep. very hard. I, I'm, I don't course very often, but I was sent down this dog and we found out that he was a good courser and um, that was hard work. But the rest of them... Yeah, you get to know your dog. Some thrive on work and, and some are lazy. Yep. <laughs> you can't train them all the same. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I take two out at a time and I put them on the runs, but I find out who runs with who. And, you know, sometimes you put two dogs out there and they don't like each other and they just stand and look at each other. <laughs> and you put another two dogs out there and they run really hard. So yep. you try and remember who you've done. And yep. I like to mix them up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dogs actually tell you what what they want to do yep and how many how many have you got in work at the moment probably 10 okay that's a good number yeah no it's not that good a number because i've probably got 10 oldies (laughs) (laughs) i've probably got 10 puppies (laughs) the oldies are worse than the others because i don't want that (laughs) yes that's right old and cranky yep I know, I know what that's like for sure. So you've got and some pups about there. About this time of the day it is, and why are you feeding us late? <laughs> yes, well, that's my fault for holding you up. <laughs> they can blame me, but at least oh. they're, getting, they're getting a shout-out, so hopefully, hopefully they appreciate that. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> is, um, you know, like, and you don't have to answer this, but is there a particular um, track that, you know, you, you like going to or that sort of you seem – you know that seems to work um your, your dogs seem to perform the best at i'd like to say they perform the best at Sandown, but they don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah likewise with wentworth park I, I, I've, been, I've been okay at Sandown, but at the moment i've just got out and out sprinters and yep they're the back straight and their little legs are just compound <laughs> I suppose that is a good thing about Victoria, though. Like, and, you know, I've noticed this just by watching races. You know, it, it's sort of no matter what distance your dog can run, there's so many options down there um, for whatever grade you are. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I've just been to Shepherd and it's only 40 minutes away and I, I think Bendigo's probably 55 or something like that. I don't have to go any further. On a Sunday, I'll, I'll go across to Hillsville. That's about two hours. But it, everywhere is just easy to get to. Yep. I, I live off a highway and you just hop on the highway and you just go up and down. And to go to Hillsville, you might pass two cars along the way. Yep. But, um, yeah, I just sort of stick to my own area and over to Hillsville and that, that's about it. I, I go to the meadows occasionally if I feel I have something that might get the 525 out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smartest track. Good old smartest Jackie dead heated down there. Like you just couldn't stick your nose out oh, and win it. <laughs> I had to dead heat and lose a grade. Oh, that's unlucky. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> I know it's sort of I'm hard. You go, I, you go. I, I, I won, but I didn't. <laughs> I 
no, well, I actually I actually got Michael to handle him because I was going to Hillsville the next day and he was in the last race. And I said to Michael, I said, will you handle him and we'll just pick him up, you know, later. Yep. And uh, he goes, yeah, not a problem. And I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, if you didn't win, I hope you ran second. Don't dead heat. <laughs> and it goes up dead heat. <laughs> Oh. No, we can go back next week and we'll go yep. for it again, but yeah, dead heated. Oh, bugger. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy though when you think about it. You think, how how on earth do dogs dead heat? Like, I know. Every time I see it, I think that it's it'd have to be like a million to one chance of it happening. Like, it's just insane when it happens. Well, I was the first dead heated. That was the first meeting of January, I think it was. And the next week, someone else dead heated. I thought, that's insane. You're kidding. Two in- in a month <laughs> <laughs> oh well someone some, yeah someone else went through what you went through so yeah yeah well i think it was dailies and i think it was both their dogs oh <laughs> well that's 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 a pretty good outcome isn't it you don't want that sort of thing <laughs> oh very good so sort of looking forward are you you know just happy you know poking along doing what you're doing you know is is there a, a dream like is there a dream race you know you'd love to win um, oh, everyone wants to win the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, so that, I know. Race. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Oh, look, I'd love to come back to New South Wales and even win a race there again, but that's pretty awkward at the moment. <laughs> There's $2 million chases next year, don't forget. So. I mean, not. Never no. know. I know. I'm just like I said to Pila Gojani, if you win both of them, I'm never going to speak oh, to you again. Like seriously. I know. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that. It's I know. <laughs> but I've known him for such a long time, and I thought, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I honestly, he'll just be hoping he gets box seven because that's that's his lucky box so if he okay. <laughs> if he does have something in it and it's got box seven load up on it because that was I will. <laughs> that was my um that was my strategy with handsome prince and it worked out pretty well so real <laughs> yes yes but you know it is realistically would you ever consider coming back to new south wales no 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 as much as i miss being up there and my friends and everything yep no, I'm pretty well settled here now. Yeah, it sounds pretty good down there. Life's <laughs> <laughs> pretty easy. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I get the odd person that comes down from New South Wales or not necessarily racing people, people that used to race, and sometimes I can't get rid of them. So, you know, I've got the best B&B out. <laughs> well, you've, you've already described your menu. That would entice anybody <laughs> to come down there, so... <laughs> Don't blame them. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, beautiful. And, you know, like um, I've on my page I've been featuring a lot of uh, young, very excited, I will say, good on them, youngsters lately. You know, if any, yeah. if any youngster out there sort of, you know, in your experience, what's what's the best thing about, um, you know, being a trainer? Winning, obviously, but sort of yeah, after that. <laughs> just, always listen. You don't have to... You, you can ask advice, always listen. Don't just shut someone down. Yeah. Go walk away and sort of run it through your head a few times and go, well, yeah, that's not a bad idea or that person's a nut, you know, whatever. <laughs> but always listen to everything, you know. Yep. That's the only way you're going to learn. Yeah. Some people get in their own set ways and they don't listen. Yep. Yep. You know, walk away later and just go, that's not going to work. Yep. <laughs> 
I know sort of uh, when I started training and even when I started doing this, you know, I go back and, and listen to my podcast and I just, I've got a little notebook. I, I write down some key things, whether it's to do with yeah. diet or exercise or, or whatever. And, you know, I've yeah. said to a couple of youngsters, you know, maybe a, or a notebook's being a bit old school, but I said, you know, on your phone or whatever in the notes exactly. app, I, I said, maybe just start taking some notes. And I said, you can build your own sort of Bible then. Exactly. And, you know, I, I don't do things here and I go, I used to do that before. Why did I stop doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's right. No, definitely. Well, Barry Lazzarini is still alive. He must be in his 90s. He helped me so much. He, he is an absolute genius, that man. And when I was up there, he used to check my dogs. Um, he, what he didn't know wasn't worth knowing. Yep. But he had a really bad memory. And I used to go, Barry, remember when we used to do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably in his 80s then. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but he was an absolute genius with dogs, and I learned so much from him. But, you know, you're right. There's just, you know, whether it's times or, um, you know, trial times, hand slipping times, post to post times, yep. even little things like that. Like I've just got, and I've said to a couple of kids, I said, just start writing it all down. Because I said, you you will, I said, you'll either forget it or, you know, and it's just, it's there. I said, once you've wrote it down, it's there forever. So. Exactly. Yeah. I used to go to Appen all the time religiously. I used to be there Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't put them out the boxes because I'd go home going, I've lost a leg. What happened? Yep. And I used to always slip in front of the boxes. Yep. Then I didn't get time and I was happy with that. Yep. Yep. I always want to just watch them from behind, make sure they're stretching out well. That's all I need to know. I didn't need to know what time they ran because that track varied so much. Yep, yep. So, and, yeah. and that's, um, you know, that's that's good advice too because I, I know some people will message me and go, oh, you know, my dog trialed such and such today. He seemed to be going well, but everyone said, you know, the track was off and that. And I said, listen, if you know the dog, if they were galloping well and they looked to be going well, I said, don't get yeah. too hung up. Because, you know, you know what it's like, you know, track. The dog's a terrible thing. Yeah, exactly. And I said, don't get too hung up on it. I said, you know your dog. And, um, yeah, I said, even if you can get someone to, to video the trial or whatever and you watch it back. But I said, just pay. Exactly. Uh, you know, I see some people, they, instead of watching the dog, they'll watch the clock, what first section they run, run exactly. over. I, yeah, I said, you know, just try and pay real close attention because I said sometimes the board doesn't work or you mightn't get a time and then you've missed the whole trial. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I more or less did that yesterday. I put a pup around Shepparton that ran 22 even or just over, a tick over 22 last week. And I was watching her because I'm getting ready to race her. She's only a pup. And I just happened to turn back to, you know, to, to walk down to get her. And I thought, I'll just look back one more time and make sure she goes into the first turn good. She tripped and almost fell. And I wouldn't Ooh. have known that. Yep. And the, the time went up as 23-something. Yeah. And this is a dog that ran 22, just a tick over 22, and she's around 23.70. And I'll, yep. I would have been going, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know whether she a foot hit something or she just hit her legs or whatever, but she went down on her nose. Yep. And I would have been conned into that 23.70. I would yep. have run off the road my <laughs> home. <laughs> No, but it's like it's true. I've seen it happen so many times, and you know, it sometimes it's just you know technology malfunctions or or whatever. Yeah. But you know, if if you go there, you know, especially up here, you're paying for a trial, and then you go, well, I've got no time out of it, and I didn't watch me dog, so now I've got nothing. 
we know like they used to happen it happened because the clock never worked in a winter time you know for the first three trials yep it was always fogged over or something <laughs> they used to go i hope it got up there safely yep yep that's right <laughs> You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.